Hey, you. Yeah, you. You ever been to camp? Look at you. Of course you haven't. You're a wrestling fan. But Killian McMurphy and Big Dust are here to let you in on a little secret. You can go to Camp Leapfrog on IWTV. You looking for wrestling that's fun? Wrestling that's different? Wrestling that everyone's gonna love? Or are you just looking for Killian McMurphy to beat the snot out of some geek? That's Camp Leapfrog on IWTV. Tune in now, nerds. Nerds of Wrestling, and welcome to today's episode of What's Up Wrestler, a podcast by Nerds of Wrestling. Also, happy Halloween. I hope you all are staying safe out there. Eat all the candy you can, because that's what Halloween's all about. Uh, my guest at this very time is uh, the Kick Demon, Janai Kai. Janai, what is up? How are you today? I'm doing good. Just hanging in there, you know, traveling. Living, living the dream, huh? Yeah. <laughs> traveling have you uh traveled anywhere uh pretty pretty far recently yeah uh this past weekend i was in los angeles so how was that it was good it was pretty cool i tried to scope out the area as much as i could because i was always at the venue for the shows so um i was there for blood sport and gcw's uh war ready show so i tried to do the best i could to you know, look around, see what's going on, but it was pretty cool for the most part. Speaking of GCW, GCW has a shit ton of blood. Uh, obviously, GCW is insane for that. Uh, and so is Halloween. Uh, speaking of Halloween, are you a big Halloween person? Are you like very into Halloween movies, murder movies, murder mysteries? Yeah, I I am pretty much. I mean, I don't watch too many scary movies, but. That's usually the type of movie I would want to watch if someone gave me giving me the choice. It's either like scary movies or funny movies. But yeah, I, I do like Halloween and um my tag partner Yoya, his birthday's on Halloween. So we Shit. always celebrate his birthday when well, it happy, comes to Halloween. Happy birthday to him. Shout out to what was his name? Yoya? Yoya, yeah. Shout out to Yoya. Happy birthday, bro. Uh at growing up, were you always like a big fan of like murder movies, Halloween, or did you kind of get into them pretty late? Um, I'm not sure. I, I think maybe when I was young, because I do remember when I first watched the movie um, Signs, the uh, alien Ooh. movie. Yeah. And I was young. So like when I watched that movie, I was like scared for my life. So I never forgot that that movie in that moment. So I definitely started young watching scary movies. Looking looking back though at that movie Signs, it was uh 
pretty pretty dumb uh you know because <laughs> as as a young kid like you said uh you know i i was scared shitless for that movie as well but watching it back i'm like this this was this was not at all scary like this was yeah eh, you know it could have been a yeah. lot better but eh, oh well uh you know really quick before we go into more of of who you are and what you're all about drop those plugs where can the nerds find you um, well, you can find me on Twitter. Uh, I have a Facebook-like page and Instagram. I have Patreon. I have Twitch. But you can look up Janai underscore Kai for Twitter and Instagram. I have a Twitch. It's twitch.tv slash Janai Kai. And my Patreon is uh, patreon.com slash Janai Kai. So a there lot you go. of different social medias. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, nerds. I'll drop them all in the link below of this podcast. Uh Let's talk about Janai Kai. Who is Janai Kai? What is Janai Kai all about? Well, Janai Kai is a kick demon. She's the baddest black belt. Um, she basically, when she's entering the ring, she's just ready to go. She's ready to fight. She's ready to focus. Um, she's all about indomitable spirit, um, all about martial arts, obviously, and just going in there and fighting. I love that. And you are a fucking badass, if I may say. Uh, you've been, I know you've been doing martial arts since the age of six, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. What got you into martial arts? Uh, you know, rest, obviously martial arts and professional wrestling are two very different combat type of sports. Mm -hmm. But I love how you really mix in your professional wrestling with your martial arts. Uh, but how did you get into martial arts at such a young age? Um, I'm not really sure. It was just a random choice. Uh, my mom asked me what I want to do. Like, I think it was like a hobby or something, or it was like my birthday and she wanted me to try something. So I told her I wanted to do Taekwondo. Um, so that's how it really just started. I don't know what in my mind came up with the idea. I think it was cause she like showed me like a picture on a phone book. She told me, like, back when, like, phone books were a thing, getting mailed, like, every right. week. <laughs> um, but she uh, she showed me the phone book, and, like, there was, like, one section of, like, sports or something. And, like, different schools, like, gymnastics schools, ballet schools, and stuff like that. And I saw Taekwondo, and I picked that specifically. Do you remember anything specifically when you first started doing, you know, Taekwondo, Miss, Mar Miss uh, excuse me, martial arts and all that? What really stuck out? stuck it out he stuck out in your mind um i'm not sure i think it was just like a natural thing that i was like oh okay i maybe want to get into something like this because like sometimes in my mind i'm like very competitive and i want to challenge myself and really i want to do better all the time and i think that's what martial arts really tested me right off the bat is like oh you didn't do that well today or you're kind of off or the instructor said something about your form or something that and that kind of gets to me so I always want to like one-up myself and do better the next time so I think that's what really drew me to martial arts was just that just competing against myself and you stuck it out pretty much through your whole your whole life uh, how long did it take you to uh become a black belt I know obviously that's the highest belt in the whole the whole martial arts uh mm -hmm. what what was what was it like to go through all those years of you know MMA, excuse me, martial arts, and finally get that black belt. How long did it take you? Um, it took me seven years to get my black belt. Wow. Yeah, I would say a little bit more only because I did start at one school first, and I stopped at orange belt. Um, and then when I went to the new school, I had to start all over at white belt because I had a different system going on. Shit. So I would say a little over seven years technically, but when I started with the second school, it was seven years. 
Wow. Okay. Yeah. So that that kind of sucks, though, that you had to kind of start all over again. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure you were like, shit, why do I got to start over? But it kind of makes sense in the long run. Yeah. It made a lot of sense because also the first school I went to, they had an orange belt. And the second school I went to didn't have an orange belt, which I'm still confused about. I don't know why they don't have... I don't know what it is, but yeah, it was that too, where like I stopped at Orange Belt at the first school. And then when I went to the other school, they were like, oh, well, we don't have Orange Belt. So you had to start over with our system. Oof. Yeah. Oh, I, I, yeah, no, I would have been very upset about that. <laughs> but, you know, going through all that, were you a fan of like karate movies, you know, like for Karate Kid? And I'm pretty sure only what I can think about right now is the Karate Kid because it's karate. Mm -hmm. uh, were you a fan of like, you know, those those type of movies? Yeah, I definitely was a bigger karate fan than anything else, like, martial arts movies related. I did watch some, like, Jackie Chan movies here and there, but, like, I always, like, stuck to, like, Karate Kid and all of that. That was another little inspo of mine, too, like, just going through Taekwondo. Um, and I also liked watching Bloodsport as well and all that. So, yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty big into... Um, martial arts movies like currently right now i'm actually trying to dig through more movies because i know that i haven't like to me i feel like i need to watch a lot of them like i need right. to know about every movie every martial arts movie so right now i'm like digging and trying to watch all of them right now you know speaking of karate movies and all these other movies uh one one show that really pops up to mind is one of the most popular shows on netflix that really took took netflix by storm cobra kai yeah. uh are you a fan of Cobra Kai? Did you oh, watch yeah. Cobra Kai? <laughs> oh yeah, yes. Um, I'm trying to actually watch all the seasons again, right? Um, soon because I know the new season's gonna be coming out soon. So yeah, I want to refresh my memory, which I've done before. I've watched it more than like five times. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> so I always like rewatching it. I don't know why. It's a good show to rewatch too, because there's some shows where I'm like, eh, I don't need to watch it again. Whatever. But right. This one I want to keep watching over and over again. What really, what really stuck uh, Cobra Kai out to you? What was, what was like the drawing point in, in your, in your mind for, for you? Um, I think they perfectly just went back as to what happened. Like the nostalgia part really got to right. me, and that's what I was hoping for because it was a movie that I always loved watching growing up. Um, so I'm glad that they did that, and they did that so perfectly. And then just giving people a heads up as to what's actually going on that's not familiar with the older movies is cool to me too. Yeah, you know, that's something I always explain to people, like, oh, check out Cobra Kai. They go, oh, I never see the movie. I'm like, you don't technically have to see the movie to understand what's going on, because they do go back and forth and explain, you know, the, the, the rivalry with Johnny, the rivalry with Danny. Uh, I yeah. gotta ask, uh, who's the bad guy, in your opinion? Because Danny was a, Danny was low-key a dick in, uh, in uh, Karate Kid, but you also really want to stick by his side. Yeah, now that now that they put like the side of like how Daniel was compared to Johnny, I do see how he he was kind of a dick. But like I, I keep I feel like I can relate to a situation like this because like you can't really tell who a person is or how they are sometimes, and it's like you don't know the backstory of them, and you kind of learn later on, like in real life too. So it's kind of like okay, I see how this looked kind of off and how he right. looks actually pretty bad compared to the other guy but i don't know man i don't i can't really tell who's like really bad because it's just it makes sense to me as how things can look a little off and how one person can look worse than the other 
Yeah, oh yeah, one hundred percent. You know, but like, I yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna have to stick with Johnny on this side. Johnny was <laughs> Johnny was a good guy. You know, I, yeah. I remember one scene in particular. They were at the uh, the, I think it's like one of the uh, pretty much like the most iconic scene in the movie. Uh, Johnny was at the dance, and Danny came in and just poured poured whatever on on Johnny. Yo, Johnny wasn't doing anything. I think he was just rolling a blunt, trying to smoke some weed, <laughs> and, and Danny comes in and just pours some dirty water yeah. in. And looking back, I'm like, yeah, he did that for no reason. Like, yeah. why'd you do that? Like, yo, Johnny was just chilling, trying to get high, and you're you're just not nah, fuck this. <laughs> Don't yeah, exactly. him. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> nah, but yeah, Co- Cobra Kai season four, I am very very much excited for i know they're coming out what i think december with it this yeah next yeah. coming months uh i might have to binge watch them too uh but enough of cobra kai let's talk about you training uh leaving not leaving martial arts but kind of expanding your horizon in combat sports combat you know wrestling and everything uh what really made you what what drew you to professional wrestling were you always a fan of professional wrestling did you grow up watching it uh what what really made you want to step foot in the square circle uh, yeah i was always a fan of it for sure uh, my dad got me into it i watched it a lot with him he would take me to the live events um in dc so i did grow up just like naturally liking it and i do like seeing people fight and all of that like the back and forth that, that always catches my eyes so that's what really got me um really really into it and like later on wanting to train because I kind of made the decision to want to train when I was 13 years old because um, I remember um, telling my mom I'm like hey I want to I want to do this and she she was actually really fine with it because she can sort of already tell what kind of person I am who I'm going to be so she was already all right with with that decision that I had in mind. So she took me to a school in Virginia, which is not there anymore, but I know for sure that like Mickey James went there and Mia Yim went there for a little bit. Um, so that's what kind of caught my attention. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go over here because Mickey James was here. Um, so <laughs> yeah, my mom took me there and obviously like being 13, like it's a little iffy as far as training goes. Um, but the guy, the owner was totally cool. And he was just like talking to me, like asking me questions, like, why do you want to do this? Like you're young, blah, blah, blah. Um, and it was pretty fun. I remember that. Um, I didn't get into all the classes though, because it was actually pretty expensive. Um, but it always stuck in my mind since then. Like, all right, when I'm older, I'm definitely going to do this. Like I can't go out, go through life, not trying it at least. So that's kind of how I made a decision to up and leave and go to Florida from home in DC to train and everything. Now you say you were 13 when you like decided this is what I want to do. I want to be a wrestler. Uh, at what age did you finally, were you finally able to train like fully and 100%? Um, it was kind of after I was in college. So it was like 23, 24. So it was a good wow. like 10, 11 years since then. Um, it. Again, I always stuck in my mind, but I was going through like throughout high school and college, just kind of like furthering away from even watching it. But it was always in there. Um, and then once college like went through, I was like, all right, I kind of just want to go and do this because I don't want to. I was in school for uh, fashion. And okay. So like I, I didn't really feel it anymore. So I was like, all right, I'm going to go 
do wrestling. <laughs> to have that mindset for 12, 11, 12 years is like, yeah. it's crazy. Cause like you said, you were 13 when you're like, I want to be a wrestler. And you were finally like 22, 23 when you were able yeah. to start wrestling. Uh, what kind, what, what really motivated you through those 10 years, really? Um, I think it's just like going throughout my school years, um, just not satisfied because I stopped Taekwondo like mid middle school. So like after that, I wasn't really doing anything. Um, and then I guess I just got into fashion because I did like fashion. It was just like the industry part kind of like turned me off because there was like so many things I didn't like. Um, but I think it's just overall, like just it being in the back of my mind for the whole time. Cause it's just like, again, one of those things where I knew that if I don't at least try it, I'm going to regret it. Like I right. have to try it at some time during my life. And I saw the opportunity right there to, it was so perfect because I didn't want to go through the fashion industry or anything. Like I just, and then I was stuck and then I was training martial arts again. I'm like, all right, I feel like I can. I can go into this now. What school did you go to? Uh, you said you were uh, trained in Florida, if I'm if I'm not mistaken. Um, it was a pro wrestling 2.0. Okay. In Orlando. Shit, and how was that? Uh, was it different from? Because I know you didn't train much at 13 at the other school. Uh, mm -hmm. what what was uh what was different? What were the similarities? Um, I can't really tell as far as difference and similarity between the two schools. It did kind of have that same vibe where it was in a, like, a garage setting. <laughs> um, so that's the only thing I can really remember as far as that goes. Um, and then also like with the owner really wanting to know why I want to do this. Like I had kind of had like similar questions like that. But that's all I can remember as far as like the differences. Um, but overall it was just a very like overwhelming experience in the beginning because I was by myself in Florida, living by myself. I didn't know anybody. I didn't know where to go. Um, the only thing I really knew that I had in mind that was going to happen was that I'm going to work a part-time job and then always go to training. So that's what I was really focused on at the end of the day. And um, then the trainers that were there, like Santana Garrett, uh, Eric Lockhart, um, there's like other people that would come through um, that would do kind of like an open ring, kind of like a beginner's class, but they definitely wanted to know what exactly you wanted to do, like style wise, like wanted to bring out in the ring. So that's what I really admired the most when it came to that school. Now to step foot into an actual square circle from going from going to from a, a mat in karate martial arts to a square circle. What was going through your mind? Because obviously both things are very different. You have ropes. I know in karate, there's no ropes. There's nothing there. Mm -hmm. uh, now you have ropes. Now you have a completely different atmosphere. Uh, what was going through your mind? Um, so when it comes to like Taekwondo, yeah, you're right. Like in like tournaments, which I did a lot of them, um, it was basically like you're in a square. So it's kind of similar, but kind of not because the ropes are not there. Um, but you always had to be aware of your surroundings. So if you go out of the out of bounds, you lose a point type deal. So I always had like my footwork in check when it came to that. And then when it came to going to professional wrestling, it helped a lot. And then when I was doing like Muay Thai and kickboxing, we were in a ring. So that kind of also helped with like, and it also made me like feel comfortable at the same time because it's like, oh, it's like I'm 
back at training, like kickboxing or something, like I'm in a ring, but my, my footwork was always on point because of all of that. It really helped me. And you bring the style of martial arts to into your mm -hmm. wrestling career, which is absolutely phenomenal. Uh, going into the ring again, what was it like taking your first bump and actually running those ropes? What was going through your mind? Uh, did you have any, after the 12 year of like, okay, this is what I want to do. This is what I'm going to do. Now you're in there. Now you're doing it. After you take that first bump, what was going through your mind? Um, I was kind of surprised because it <laughs> did take me a while to get used to bumping. Like I would psych myself out and not bump correctly or I'll just fall like on my butt first and then go back because I was very timid because it's not a natural thing that you do all right. the time. Like you don't just bump on a daily basis. So uh, when I first bumped, it was literally like on the fly, like where I legit had to like not even think about it because um, we were running a spot and so I was like all right looks like I'm taking a bump today so <laughs> I when the guy like tackled me I and I did that bump I was like oh crap like I just did it like okay it's like that okay cool um so that like the just the feeling of that made me feel a lot better and more confident um and then like everything else with the roles and just just like, have, trying to develop some natural way of moving and a sport like this was it was a little bit hard and a little bit like oh like this is kind of like martial arts to be honest now to go through all those times in the training uh again was there every was there ever any doubt in your mind where you were like yeah i don't think i could do this um i don't think so i think what it is for me is like if again if i am not satisfied with myself or something i just take a minute and just be like all right what do i gotta do right now like let me watch some tapes to like motivate myself because watching tapes like watching any type of wrestling to really inspire me like i will do that if that's what it takes for me to like not feel that way and I was in Florida by myself, so I was like, I didn't move over here by myself for no reason. Like, I actually, like, I have to keep going. I can't have that negative thought in my head. How long did it take you to uh, go through all that training and uh, get booked in your first match? Because I know wrestlers continue to train over and over again. In it's a never-ending uh, sport. Mm -hmm. uh, but when, when did you feel and when did your trainers feel that you were ready to get booked in your first match? um it was i think it took about a little over a year um yeah and it helped with having santana as a trainer because she was actually my first match too um so she kind of really helped and developed me to get ready for that point and so yeah she was like the main person really that kind of like released me to start taking bookings um because she would just tell the owner like hey like this is who's doing well this is who's not doing well and then they would just take her word for it and trust her wow and so yeah that's what basically happened and from then on she just kept teaching me like about the whole booking process and putting myself out there on social media um but yeah it took about a year for for me to actually just do a show and have my first match, which was with her. Shit, see, I love, I love hearing that. I love how wrestlers are able to wrestle their trainers yeah. in a first match. I'm not a wrestler. I will never be a wrestler. I, I've interviewed a shit ton of wrestlers, and a lot of them said, "Oh, my first match was a tag team match. Oh, my first match was a battle royal." 
majority of the time, you know, I hear, oh, my first match was, was with my trainer, which at some point in your career, I feel like you should wrestle your trainer. Yeah. It's it. That's just me. Again, I'm mm-hmm. not a wrestler. I'm not trying to, you know, throw shame at any wrestlers. But that's just my opinion. Uh, you're really taking over the uh, independent wrestling world by storm. A lot of people know who you are. Uh, recently you wrestled in Texas at Mission Pro Wrestling, Thunder Rosa, uh, mm-hmm. which we all know is her promotion. Uh, yeah. what was that like to wrestle Thunder Rosa? Someone in that uh, somewhere in that environment, especially in Texas, at her promotion. Um, I was actually pretty surprised because when I saw that I was wrestling her, I was kind of stunned. Like, I never met her. Um, I wasn't aware that she was aware of who I was, like, style-wise and really, like, watched how I was. Um, so I was kind of stunned because I really thought she was just going to wrestle somebody else that has been there and has been on the roster and the other shows for a while. Um... But yeah, like right when I got to Texas, though, and I was able to see what was going on and I met her like it was really cool because she has the martial arts background, too. Um, so I, I was definitely excited to implement that with her. And yeah, again, it was just really cool to be wrestling her at her promotion. And everyone in Texas, like everyone at the show was very welcoming right off the bat because I've just never been there before. It's a whole new territory right. and everything to me. So it was really cool. Do you see yourself going back to Texas at Mission Pro Wrestling or any other promotion in Texas? Yeah, for sure. Um, I know that there's there's been a couple other promotions that have followed me that are in Texas and stuff like that. So hopefully that turns into like something where we do finally communicate and make something happen. There's so much per uh excuse me, there's so much independent wrestling out there in the whole world. Uh where do you see Janai Kai going? Uh it's crazy because uh I already know things are gonna be like picking up like a lot soon. So I can't imagine. I know that um I'm going to Canada. I already announced that I'm going to Canada. Congratulations, that Next is month. awesome. Yeah, thank you. I'm gonna be wrestling at C4 with my tag partner, Yoya. We're doing like this um four-way tag match. So it's gonna be a lot going on in that match. Um but it's been it's gonna be cool because I heard a lot of good things about C4 promotion and there's gonna be a lot of new faces too. It's a whole other whole other territory for sure that I'm going to be at. Is that you going to be your first time wrestling in a different country? Because Canada is, I'm assuming, pretty, pretty known for wrestling. Uh, is that your first time going to a different country to wrestle? Yes. Yes, definitely. That is and awesome. I, and I'm so happy that I get to go because I really thought my passport was going to come late. Um, but it came just in time. And it was like only a few weeks ago that I went and got and ordered one. Um, so I'm so happy that I got here and now I can go to more places. So, so yeah, I'm excited to, to venture out a little bit more. I always talk about going to Japan too. Oof, like that's be awesome. always been the biggest thing for me. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to just venture out more. Dude, I wish you nothing but the best of luck in your future. Uh, speaking of, I'm from Connecticut. Have you ever been to Connecticut at all? Um, not wrestling. I have not. Oof, you gotta come you gotta try to get some books up here in Connecticut, dude. We're pretty we're pretty big up here in Connecticut. I don't mean to toot our own horn, but we're pretty good up here in Connecticut. Oh, I believe so. it because already like the Northeast has already impressed me after like moving back home. 
So like right when I moved back to DC, I started uh wrestling more in New Jersey right. and New York and everything. So I'm like, oh crap, like this is it's pretty like lit up here. Like there's a lot going on for wrestling. So I believe it. <laughs> yeah, no, we're pretty spoiled with wrestling. Uh yeah. you know, in, in like Connecticut too, and like like you said, New Jersey, New York, we are very very spoiled with the amount of wrestling we have but it's also extremely overwhelming uh yeah because you know especially for us fans who you know who are trying to get you know so-and-so on our podcast so-and-so on their podcast it's like it's every day i'm learning someone new it's like mm-hmm. oh my god who's this oh my god who's that holy shit who's that you know it's, yeah. it's so much and i'm not complaining because i absolutely love it uh but with that being said, Janai, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show today. Uh, this has been a lot of fun. Uh, thank you again. Oh, thank you. Of course, of course. Uh, one last time, drop those plugs. Where can the nerds find you? Uh, Twitter and Instagram, Janai underscore Kai. I'm on Patreon, patreon.com slash Janai Kai. Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash Janai Kai. There you go, nerds. You heard it from the girl herself. Follow Janai Kai on all social media plugs. Those links will be below on the bottom very soon. This has been an episode of What's Up Wrestler, a podcast by Nerds of Wrestling. I'm your host, Justin Del Rio. Happy Halloween. Peace out. And that concludes this episode on the Nerds of Wrestling Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please don't forget to like, share, and subscribe for more future episodes. I'm your host, Justin Del Rio. Peace out, nerds.